Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. Welcome to season two of our Let's Talk Seniors podcast. We've had an overwhelming response to our first season and can't wait for our second season, can we, Michelle? No, we're very excited. Oh, we've got heaps of fantastic special guests. Starting today with Janine Cole, who is going to talk to us about ways to strengthen our immune system, which is particularly relevant at this time of year. And with the current challenges we have been facing with coronavirus, feels more important than ever. Janine is a nurse practitioner who has extensive rehabilitation and aged care experience. She is a very wise and empathetic person who is passionate about positive health outcomes for seniors. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Janine. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me. Um, Let's get back to basics here. How does your immune system work? So the role of the immune system is to protect our body against um, disease and foreign bodies. So it's quite a complex system, actually, the right. way it works with all the different cells and molecules that actually work together, to, you know, such as the antibodies. So what it does is um, we've got T cells and B cells and different ones. So the B cells actually go along our body, detect something that's not supposed to be there, and it coats it, a substance called cytokines. Cytokines? Yeah. And so then what happens is the T cells then come along and actually help to get rid of those and destroy those um, viruses and bacteria and any parasites that they actually pick up. So Wow, it sounds really complicated. And I have to admit, it's not something that I've ever put a lot of thought around, to be honest. I think I've just um, taken for granted like that I'm a pretty healthy person generally and haven't sort of thought about this in in too much depth so it's good to hear this information mm. so will a healthy immune system uh, stop you catching nasty viruses like the influenza and coronavirus janine unfortunately no our our body um what we put into our body and the environment impacts also on the outcomes of our immune system mm-hmm. so things like smoking um it stops us being able to heal so it actually um affects our immune system We've got other things like our healthy eating habits and things like that that impact as well. If we get stressed in our environment, we actually um, reduce our immune system. And obviously there's people that have autoimmune disorders that actually automatically impact on that as well. Having a healthy immune system won't stop us from catching those nasty viruses, but will it help us get better quicker if we do get them? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. It makes a big difference when we're actually not well. Um, When we we are healthy, it actually reduces the risk of actually getting an autoimmune disease or picking up a virus of any sort. Okay, so it's certainly, you know, worthwhile keeping fit and healthy and well to guard against some of these types of things. Definitely. Um, What are some ways seniors out there can build their immune system? If they want a nice, strong immune system because there are things like coronavirus and it's influenza season, what can they be doing to have the strongest immune system possible? Well, the first thing would be vaccinations. Mm-hmm. So influenza, there's a lot of vac- there's vaccinations available for that. Unfortunately, we don't have anything for coronavirus at this stage, but they, you know they're working. We've on all got something. our fingers crossed, though. That's right. <laughs> so what it does is it actually um, exposes to the pathogens um, for that virus, and then so if you pick that virus up, it knows to you know protect yourself against that to actually work against that. Um, pathogen. And I think health professionals have been really advocating for people and in particular seniors to get that flu vaccination this year. Is that right, Janine? Definitely, um, particularly in the aged care sector where, you know, it's compulsory that everyone has those vaccinations. Well, you can't even come into a residential aged care home at the moment without it. Is that right? That's right. 
Okay, so definitely recommend everyone get their flu back this year. And does sleep and exercise and food, they all come, contribute to your immune system too? Yes, they do. What you put in your body, you know, we need to have um, vitamin Cs and things like that that actually help boost our immune system. So sometimes if we're not having a nice healthy with you, you know, your fruit and vegetables and nuts and that sort of stuff in your diet, it does impact on your immune system as well. And I think I've read that sleep is a big one as well. I think you just mentioned sleep, yeah, I think Michelle. Dr Ward has mentioned that in some of our yes. previous podcasts yeah the older I get the more precious sleep becomes to me I have to say it's not as easily attained as it once was yeah and they still you know they've always recommended you get eight hours sleep if you don't they Mm. say you're four times more likely to actually catch a cold so it really decreases your immune system because that's why you're sleeping it boosts you and gets all your energy back it's basically saying and sort of rebuilds everything and refreshes and and do seniors need more sleep than others yes they do and, they do. and and often you'll find that they sleep throughout the day and that's their body trying to is that regain. where the term nana nap comes from yes it does <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's got to get that energy back again your immune system's always it, naturally as you get older your immune system declines and so you need that extra sleep time to build that energy and protect so are you advocating for the afternoon siesta? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to take and, that on board. <laughs> and we do hear that sometimes you need to make sure that that's not too long because it can obviously kind then of... Then affect your nighttime yeah. sleep. Yeah, so what, when you say having a little break in the afternoon, how long are you suggesting? Um, often they say just half an hour is enough mm, just to, a little to top get up. by instead of people that have hours and then they say, oh, I can't sleep and they have broken sleep at night. So it's working out that balance of what's needed yeah, just, just to take quick... the edge off get you that energy again to get going and then have a full night's sleep. And so, Janine, what about obviously this year we've been living through the challenges of the coronavirus and so we're all washing our hands more and social distancing. Will that help with your immune system because you're not being exposed to as many germs? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, it stops at um, being infected. And and even with the aged care sector, we've noticed a decline in infection since that's been happening without the amount of people coming into the facilities. So you think as a community that's something that we should adopt long-term, those habits? Oh, definitely. It's something that, you know, particularly the hand-washing, that makes a big difference without, you know allowing all those virus and bacteria and it's to so spread. easy to to do yeah, isn't it we've yeah. got a little sanitizer at the, the front of our door and so we ask all of our guests and you know it's just so simple if you just set up a few things in your car and at your front door yeah absolutely because i think i have read i don't know if this is right or not that there have been reduced incidences of flu this year already yes i know we're have. early into the season but yet that is right yeah i think in the okay. first month they had a 50 percent reduction in influenza and it's just because everyone's been at home and not not spreading it around that's right that's exactly right yeah absolutely that's fantastic isn't it yeah for all your aged care needs choose anglican care where every moment matters Now, we know how to get our immune system fighting fit, so eating, exercising, sleeping, incorporating the afternoon siesta. We'll have to talk to our employer about that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So what depletes our immune system? Poor nutritional intake um, depletes it because we just don't have, we don't build up the right nutrients and have that energy to to keep going and fight against those um, bacterias. Stress is something that definitely impacts on that. So with um, people, you know, at the moment, there'd be a lot of people with stress and changes with work and... Anxiety. Uh, yes, yep. And well, it's been a pretty sort of anxious year, really, hasn't it? Like Between bushfires and now coronavirus, definitely. Yeah, 2020 will go down in history <laughs> as... Yeah, uh, the year that built anxiety, I think. And Jenny, yeah. what about alcohol? Yes, alcohol also impacts as well as your smoking. Um, it 
decreases your immune system, particularly if you have excessive. I was going to say, because isn't like a glass of red wine in moderation good for you? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here, people. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have excessive amounts of alcohol, it actually, you know how you've got that hungover feeling in the morning, um, that's your immune system trying to rebuild um, because you get rid of all the good bacteria. Is that what that feeling is? Yes. And it doesn't bode well for a good night's sleep either, too no. much alcohol. Not that I would know that from experience, Michelle. And is there anything else that depletes our immune system, Janine, while we're on the topic? Loneliness is something that actually depletes your immune system really? as well. They find that it doesn't, you know, um, people aren't as involved and energetic, which loneliness then usually you decrease your intake. You're not eating, eating healthy. You're not socialising with people. So sometimes that can actually impact it as well. Oh, wow. That's so, so that lack of social connection. Yes. Oh, that's so a double-edged important. sword, isn't it? Yeah, that's not nice, is it? And um, we've obviously got the disorders, you know, people with arthritis and, you know, lupus and all that. That They've already got that depleted immune system. So not being staying healthy um, actually impacts on that as well. And so finally, Janine, we've all grown up hearing about supplements and things like echinacea for colds and flus, and we've mentioned vitamin C, and perhaps sometimes um, there's news out there about vitamin D deficiencies being on the rise. Mm, that's quite current at the moment yeah, that we're hearing about that. especially for seniors too. Vitamin D is harder to absorb, um, Dr. Ward has mentioned before. Should we consider taking such supplements? And if so, what should we take? Um, with supplements, you should always consult with your GP first because you need to have pathology attended and because they make, can affect your other med- medications potentially. They can, and some supplements actually do have um, drugs or medication in them, so it can impact against your normal medication that you're actually taking. Um, and things like vitamin D, as you said, Dr. Ward's already discussed that, but um, vitamin D, even if you're in normal range, they recommend that you have that um, once you're over 65 right? Um, to help build up um, bone strength. So So even if you're spending time in the sun regularly, that's not enough for that vitamin D? Well, you definitely get that vitamin D from the sun, but having that extra supplement is um, Is particularly for the over 65s. Yes, definitely. And what about the vitamin C, Janine? Vitamin C, well, if you have too much vitamin C, you can have consequences with that as well. So it's all about, you know, making sure that there's a lot of natural things that we can do like garlic and turmeric and those sort of things um, instead of adding supplements that can actually help with your natural cooking and and eating your citrus foods, which we all know has got vitamin C in it. Yes. Because I think I've heard, this could be incorrect, but I thought that you had to take vitamin C in conjunction with magnesium for it to absorb. Yes, they do recommend that. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there's kind of all those things that you might not necessarily know, I guess, if you're just going and buying a vitamin off the shelf. Yeah, and if some people go and add magnesium and they don't need it, um, you know, you can pick that That's up not through good pathology that it's not good, yeah. Okay, we're actually talking to a herbalist later on in our series, so that'll be very interesting. Yeah, and it often comes back to the GP, doesn't it, Kylie? Like when yes. we talk to a lot of health professionals, the first port of call is to go to your GP and have a dis- you know, discussion about your health. Yeah, I think some of the common threads from season one were to keep fit, healthy and active, keep that social connection like we touched on. And yeah, that that GP is really integral, particularly as you age, to have a good GP that you've got a good relationship with. Yep. Just to keep that sort of holistic picture. And that's right. And just keep 
keep a lookout for the signs. So when you, you know, gut issues are one of the main things because you should keep your good bacteria. So if you've got constipation or diarrhoea and gas, they're actually signs that your immune system's not coping. Are they? I did not know that. Yeah. Michelle's been into the kombucha though, which is the fermented foods are good for gut health, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, I get in some probiotics as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thanks, Janine. That was all fascinating stuff. I love all that. And I, it was a topic that I hadn't really thought about too much, so all good information. Uh, we've got a lucky dip prize for you today to say thank you for coming in <laughs> and talking to us and oh, thank you. providing us with your wise words. Uh, so you've got to let us know what that is. It'll be something within the ethos of our podcast, which is health and well-being. I'm kind of fascinated oh, to know lovely. what's in that little box. <laughs> Rescue Remedy Spray. Oh, is that for sleep or for anxiety maybe? For stress. Oh, you probably usually. needed it before we taped the podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thank, thank you, Janine. You that was great. Thank you. We look forward to chatting to Kim from Yogic Wisdom about yoga after 60 and the many benefits this ancient practice has for people of all ages, shapes and sizes. Thanks for coming. How can we make your life easier? Or what would you like to know more about? Click on our podcast link at anglicancare.com.au and let us know. We can't wait to hear from you.